0: This episode is brought to you by my signature program, Play Cafe Academy, and my group coaching program, Playmaker Society. If you want to learn more about how you can become a member in either program, head to the show notes or episode description wherever you are listening. Not only do my programs give you the complete blueprint to get from daydream to opening day in your play-based business, it will also teach you how to operate profitably and live the life that you truly dreamed of when you decided to launch this business. So head to the show notes and I look forward to welcoming you inside of my programs. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families, and you wanna operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. All right, welcome back to part two of this two-part episode series, How to Train Your Cafe Staff Effectively. Now, we're just going to dive right in because I already took care of all the business and the planning-related things in the last episode. So in yesterday's episode, I gave you tips one and two, and today I'm going to give you three, four, five, six, and seven. (laughs) All right, tip number three to train your cafe staff effectively have visual cues and reminders. Even though we like to pride ourselves on our rigorous training procedures, visual cues around the cafe counter especially really helped. So for example, I found a really simple, clear graphic online that showed every single espresso-based drink that we made and what it looks like in terms of milk proportions, espresso, water, all that stuff. Because it's a lot to keep track of and remember, especially for staff who are only working like one or two days a week and have school and families and other responsibilities taking up a lot of space in their brain. Any chance that we got, we tried to provide our staff with a visual cue or a list or a picture so that they can easily be reminded of how a specific task should be completed without having to pull out that binder and flip through the standard operating procedure. I'm going to post an example graphic on my Instagram when this episode goes live. So I'm going to link to my Instagram in the show notes. So be sure to head there and look for it. And while you're there, give me a follow and send me a DM if you want while you're at it. I always get back to you guys and I love connecting with you guys over on social media. All right, tip number four, focus on customer education as much as possible. If you can have a menu with drink descriptions and details, this will really help reduce the burden on your cafe staff, especially when you're one of the cafes that uses those like cutesy non-standard names for coffee and espresso drinks like the Mambi or something. Having a list of all of your items and a detailed description customers can look over while they wait, either a laminated printout or on your actual menu board or on a kiosk or anything like that, will help so much. It will help the customer and it will help your staff. And even with those standardized drink names, I can't tell you how many people have ordered like an Americano just because it sounded really fancy and maybe they heard somebody else order it, only to wince when they took a sip of it because they are too late realizing that it's just watered down espresso and it's not at all what they expected So focusing on customer education in addition to staff education can be really, really helpful in a multitude of ways. All right, tip number five, cross-train as many team members as possible. So even if your staff are hired for different roles, I highly recommend training them all in cafe operations if possible. Back in episode 55, I shared a ton of ways to make the most out of your cafe and how to use it to generate maximum revenue and profit, and one of those tips was to have your cafe open for every single class or event, whether it was a music class or a birthday party or even if you're renting the space out to a vendor that's doing a pop-up shop or something like that. Having as many staff members fully trained in all aspects of your business will make yours and your manager's lives much easier when it comes to scheduling or filling gaps if someone is sick or calls off or needs time off or goes on maternity leave or honestly just walks out the door and finds a different job. And this goes for all of your different staff or team member functions, Cross-training in as many different areas and roles as possible is a win-win for everyone. I can't tell you right in the beginning when we first opened how many times somebody would call off sick and I'd say, oh my gosh, we have to fill in this three-hour gap because my baby's going to be napping or we have a doctor's appointment, or, you know, I just can't be there, but, oh, so-and-so doesn't know how to make lattes, or so-and-so's never done a birthday party before, or things like that. It's much easier to fill in these gaps when everybody is cross-trained and when everybody is up-to-date on the current procedures for all aspects of the business. All right, tip number six, update your training often. I've seen it far too many times. I visit a play cafe, and we get to talking, and they start sharing their behind-the-scenes stuff with me. Inevitably, at one point, they show me their procedures and all their training documents. But here's the thing. I almost always hear, well, you know what? Now that I look at it, this is from when we first opened, so it's old. Don't look at it. Or, oh, we actually have a different vendor now, so I better update that. Or, oh, we actually have a new process now because we got a new machine and some menu items are different, so I have to make a mental note to go back through this. Remember, training is only as effective as it is accurate. If you have a manager or a team lead, which if you listen to episodes 34 and 35 of this podcast, you should – Keeping your standard operating procedures and visual cues updated and accurate should be one of their main priorities. And if you don't have a manager, it should be one of your priorities. Have your manager or team lead make a monthly log of how things are changing or evolving and set aside a few hours every single month for them to accomplish this task and remind them. Maybe it's the first Tuesday of every month or something like that, but put it on the calendar and make it a non-negotiable because anytime you open a startup or a new business, things are going to change. Things aren't going to look as they looked right when you first opened, even a couple months in, because once you get into the space and seeing how things actually work in the practical world, you might be surprised or maybe customer preferences change, right? A couple years ago, nobody probably ever heard of an oat milk latte. So, you might not have known, you know, at the time, oh, we need to purchase a stabilizer for this or something like that, right? Things change all the time and cafe businesses are very dynamic. So make sure you make updating your standard operating procedures, both the written and visual versions, as often as possible or as often as necessary. What you don't want to do is wait until these standard operating procedures are so inaccurate that the next time you hire someone, you're all of a sudden panicked and rushing around trying to gather this training stuff because that person is going to walk in on a chaotic mess and as I mentioned in episode 55, hiring and retaining staff is more difficult in the retail sector right now than it ever has been. So doing this and having someone walk into an unorganized chaotic mess is a recipe for disaster and a high turnover rate that could cost you really losing out on some amazing people that could have contributed huge amounts to your business in amazing ways if you do not Stay ahead of this task. You do not want to lose good people due to bad procedures. All right, my last tip tip number seven ask your team members for input. So while your manager is working on these updates and reviewing the standard operating procedures. Encourage them to ask other staff members if they feel that there is any room for improvement and empower your team members to bring up these ideas often because they're the ones on the front lines. They're the ones that are using these machines and making 50 lattes a day. Maybe they figured out, oh, if we put the milk on this shelf instead of this shelf, or if we just move this flavor over here, you know, it would save 10 or 15 seconds every single time we make a latte, which honestly adds up. So again, really giving these people the chance and the space to make these suggestions is so important. Back in episode 51, I talked more about how to empower employees to do this and how to give them a really clear structure to feel safe and secure in doing so. So go back and give that episode a listen if you need to because especially if someone is younger or if it's their first job or you, know, you seem really intimidating or whatever the case may be, someone might be sitting on a great idea that can really impact your business for the better and they might just not know how to work it into conversation. So giving them this structure and allowing them to feel safe in bringing this up is going to make your business better and it's going to cause you to grow. But, and here's the thing, here's one thing I want you to remind, remember, (laughs) the great thing about hiring a diverse team is that everyone is going to bring different perspectives and experiences and talents to the table. It would be really wise for both you and your manager, again, to tap into these different strengths among your staff as much as possible because you never know what idea is floating around someone's mind. They may have uh, something new that has never even occurred to you or a way to rework your current process that will make your cafe or your business just run a little more smoothly. Or maybe they did something at their last job that really worked that you could implement. Or maybe they order a drink somewhere else that they love that you haven't even tried yet. Or for example, um, Tiffany from My Play Cafe, who I bring up all the time on this podcast, her team members were begging her to try this new plant-based energy company. And now she added these Lotus energy drinks to her menu. And she said they are selling like hotcakes. And if she hadn't opened up this space and asked her team members for feedback, she would have never even known that this drink company or that this plant-based energy concept even existed. So, kudos to her for listening to her team members and kudos to her staff for recognizing this gap in product offerings and helping her and encouraging her to implement it. And I'm so glad that she did. And like I said, I see her post about it all the time on her Instagram. So, Go ahead and check it out. It's My Play Cafe in Kansas City. So kudos to Tiffany. Allowing space for your team to dream and innovate, like I said, will undoubtedly help to grow your business and it will also make your team feel valued, heard, and supported. So your play of the day today is to ask yourself three questions and write these down if you need to and ask your manager these three questions as well. Question number one. Are there processes that we could use visual cues for? Number two, how can we educate our customers just a little bit better? And number three, how can we involve our team more to keep our training fresh and accurate? So I want you to bring these three questions up the next time you meet with your spouse or your business partner or your manager because, again, it's going to get you moving in the right direction. It's going to help you retain your team members, and it's going to make your business run a lot more smoothly, and it's going to make your customers a lot happier. All right, thank you so much for listening to all of these episodes about cafe-related topics. I'm so glad that you stuck with me through this episode. If you enjoyed these tips and found them helpful, the best way that you can show support for me or for the show is to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. Thank you so much. And again, uh, what we're going to talk about next is a couple random things, and then we are going to dive headfirst into memberships. I cannot wait. See you tomorrow.